I'm back. Okay. Hmm. Um, this episode. <sighs> Let me pray before I start talking. Heavenly Father, um, as I just get into what you have put on my heart about this episode, know myself of, of how I feel and even just going through this currently. Um, and this, this trusting the process is not just a one-time thing, it's throughout our entire lifetime. Lord, I ask that you just guide my words um, to the ears that just hear this episode. Um, and I pray, Lord, that this episode becomes popular in terms of people understanding about the waiting process. Um, because it's so difficult and we quickly run to the things about success, we run away from topics such as waiting and patience and trust in the process. So let it become popular with hearts who really desire to be obedient in your will, Lord. Um, and let them know, Heavenly Father, just like you are currently reminding me and always remind me that I'm not forgotten. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm smiling because um, I know when it comes to waiting on God, um, there's different terms, waiting on God, trusting the process, um, the middle ground, um, this is the stage where you're not in a storm, but you're not in the height of success. Um, so you're not in the depth of the valley and you're not on the mountaintop, um, but you're in, you're in the middle. So you experience some cold nights, but you also experience some warm days. And um, this is where I'm at. Um, I can say that God has taken me out of a storm. And I'm in the stage of rebuilding. Um, and what's been happening to me the past two months, but especially this month, I've been getting really, really frustrated with trusting the process. Um, because I'm kind of like, I know that there's good that God has for me that is coming. But I want it now. Um... And I just want to, I want us to have an anchor scripture um, for this episode. So this is what it is. So it's Jeremiah um, 29. And you probably assume I was going to say 11 and you're right. But actually, I want to say 10 and 11. So let me go from 10. This is what the Lord says. You will be in Babylon for 70 years. But then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised. And I will bring you home again. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good, not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. Um, and... I think by me using verse 10, um, I can definitely say um, it was the intentionality of God because 
I felt like, okay, yeah, you know, with the theme of the podcast, trust in the process. Verse 11 is awesome. Um, but we forget what happens um, before certain areas that we are blessed in our life with. It's important for us to understand that um, in life there's different stages we will go through. And for me, what I understand so far in um, my soon-to-be 25 years of life, um, I understand initially there there are three stages. There's the, the storms, the valley, there's the mountain top and the peak. But there's also the level ground um, or the middle of the mountain, if you desire to see it like that. Um, and this part, the middle ground, is a part that I don't really hear preached often. Um, and when it is preached, it's preached sometimes from the place of um, a lack of understanding, for better words. Um, because being on the middle ground does not necessarily mean that you are not seeking God and it does not mean you are not hopeful. Being um, on the middle ground does not mean that, um, you know, the enemy is preventing your future. There's different things and of course for, from person to person there is different reasons why we are at different stages in our life and only God can reveal that to you but I know for me and this stage of my life um, this is just specifically that God is preparing me for um, the season of rebuilding um, so even though things feel I, I don't even know if I can say slow but things haven't stopped moving but they feel extra slow then that, that's the best way I can say because if it hasn't stopped moving I can't say stagnant because stagnant it still isn't it um but things feel extra extra slow and um you know when I look over this this scripture and it says that you will be in Babylon for 70 years um <laughs> I remember reading it and I was like whoa that's that's a long time Essentially, it's a long time um, before entering into the, the, you know, the promise of God that he specifically had for the people um, for this specific chapter in the Bible. And at first I did feel a bit discouraged reading it because I was thinking, so what does that mean? Does that mean I have to, you know, wait until a certain age or does it mean I have to you know, go through a number of failings again, um, serious hardships before entering into that initial stage. Because with, with everyone, we go through all stages throughout our lifetime. The storms, the middle, the peaks. Um, but I, I actually haven't, it could be an age thing as well, um, but I haven't actually experienced the peaks in my life. So I'm yet to experience that stage. I've experienced the storms. <laughs> I can write a book. As young as I am, I can write a book. Um, but I haven't experienced the peaks at all. And I know people who 
you know, have experienced the peaks, then go through a storm again, then the middle stage, then the peaks again. But I, I actually haven't experienced that. And that's something where I was getting really frustrated when I was reading the scripture and I was saying, God, I, I honour the fact that you are telling me that you know the promises you have for me, but I haven't experienced the peaks at all in my life. I actually don't know what that looks like. Um, but I know what storms look like. I really know. And I just felt like, I felt like, am I not pleasing you enough, God? Is, is there more I need to do? Is there something you're dissatisfied with? Why I'm still at this middle ground? Is, is, there, some, is there some kind of spiritual thing going on? Some spiritual attack, something that I don't know? You know, is, it, is anything being delayed in my life? And, um, and I've asked this question more than once. And each time I've asked this question in God's presence, he always reminded me that I know the, the, the plans I have for you. And I would say, that's great. <laughs> that's great, God, you know. Um, thank you. But um, he didn't answer my question. Um, and essentially, the answer to that question um, is trusting the process. You know, it's one thing when you are at the peak in your life and not that you are there once because I believe again you go through all the stages so you you, you definitely go to that stage again in life of being at the peak um, and I believe anyway when it comes to kind of spiritual maturity um, even the storms then look different and the middle ground looks different in your life when you're more spiritually mature um, but I remember just thinking and I was saying like you know, this, this is hard. This is really, really hard because if I had, you know, one particular thing that was successful um, externally, I felt like, you know, even though the Bible says to ask and it shall be given, I'm not a believer to, to say, um, I'm not a person um, who believes in the phrase of saying sorry. Um, you know, you you have a roof over your head, you should be grateful enough just for that. Um, no, actually, when I look into the word of God, um, I can ask my father anything I want. And not from that, that place of, um, I should have every single thing in this lifetime, because again, I feel like I have to clarify this, because I, I know where I'm coming from when I say this. But just to clarify, it's not that place of having all riches and gold, but it's understanding that um, God makes it very, very clear that he is allotted a purpose for each and every person before they die. Um, and I, I'm a big believer in that I have a big purpose for God, a great purpose. You know, everyone's version of small, big, great um, is different. But for me, I believe that there's so many things that God will fulfill um, through me in my life so for me i felt like god if i at least had one of these things that you've placed on my heart i can you know yes i feel frustrated still because i'm a human being but at least i'll feel less frustrated when i say i don't even have one thing that god has placed on my heart externally that is thriving um not even one 
and that's what's been really difficult because I know for some people, you know, if, if we if we give the example of, okay, at least you have a marriage and I know you're waiting on a child. Or for someone else, you know, you have a really successful job and I know that you're waiting for your um, healing of your health. Or someone else, it could be, you know, you've got a great group of friends um, and you've got, you know, the body goals, but I know you're waiting for a relationship. And that's not even my case that is not my case whatsoever like my body's even going through a process right now that i i don't understand like i don't understand what's going through. like I, I don't know what's happening with my body and i've just been praying and been asking god um just to make sure that everything is well with me um but even down to my body i i, I really don't even know what's going on um job wise relationship wise friendship wise i really don't know like there's not even that one thing that i can say you know what i can definitely see how i am thriving or doing okay in this area that's not my case um some will say well actually no ronnie you know god's been developing your character and i, I agree with that but that's internal um and again i'm a big believer in the purpose that God has for my life and there's things that God has promised me that's internal and external and it's great that he's healing my mindset and showing me how to give him my emotions and my habits um, and I feel like I'm, I'm really do I'm, I actually feel like I'm thriving in, internally I'm thriving um, but just like any other person just like any other person who is faithful um, in their relationship with God you desire all that God has for you it's the same thing when we look at Abraham and Abraham was saying well okay God I'm gonna um you know the promise of the son obviously um his servant at the time um he was gonna give everything to him and in, in his name he would be adopted through Abraham and and the blessings of God would come through through him and God said no I'm gonna give you your own son and some may look at it and say well, why would Abraham want his own son? Because at this time, Abraham was a leader of many people. Um, at this time as well, Abraham wouldn't have been poor necessarily. Because um, if you look at Abraham's background, his people, um, his household, they weren't exactly poor. So he wouldn't have been a poor man either. So even if he didn't have certain wealth and riches, he still had um, enough to not be classed as poor in that time. Um, you know, he had a beautiful wife, so much so the, the word of God showed us that um, in the scriptures that when they went, I can't remember oh, which king or pharaoh or something, um, some guy, but basically um, he saw how beautiful Sarah was and obviously Abraham didn't want to get killed. Um, so he lied and said that that was his sister. But essentially, and I, I know obviously the story is longer, so I don't know if I'm mixing up the order, but essentially these are the blessings he had. He had a beautiful wife, he was a leader of people, and he had some type of um, steady finance. Um, and also as well, on top of all of that, um, he was considered and called a friend of God, you know, to, 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 to have that relationship with God. But yet he wanted a son. And that's because Abraham knew that God is so faithful, he is so good, and he knew that God had so much more yet to come to be established through him, and he desired that. And I believe that our desires, 
when they are in the will of God, our desires, when they are faithful with our relationship with God, when we are obedient um, to God, our desires um, is essentially his desires. And that's how I feel. And someone may say, well, Ronnie, you know, you haven't had COVID or Ronnie, um, you know, you're safe and sound, have a roof over your head. Um, and, you know, your mindset is so different to how it was even a year ago, let alone two, three, five, ten years ago. Um, you know, why do you want more? And I want more because I can. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm even going to put some attitude with that. Like, I want more because I can, because the word of God has has promised me so much. Um, he has promised me and I know the things that God has placed within my heart. Um, just like anyone else, you want also materialistic things. But the things I'm desiring, they're not even materialistic, just personally for me. It's achievement of goals and certain um, connections and relationships and environments that um, I know God will place me, but I, I am yet to be in them. And I just want to say this to you as an encouragement. Um, please don't feel shameful of feeling like you should just settle with what others think you should have. Um, you know, sometimes we say, how do we know it's not a deep desire for things that, um, you know, not just materialistic, but things that God is not desiring for us. And you'll know through your relationship with God. It's as simple as, like, you'll know through your relationship with God. Um, but the things that you know he has promised you and you desire them, keep seeking. And in this middle ground, um, in this, this place of trusting the process, understand that God hasn't forgotten you. And understand that through um, everything you have gone through, you will be blessed abundantly. Abundance is coming. You know, um... I'm starting to to view differently blessings and um, stages and seasons differently because some will say, well, because of the hardship you've gone through, you will then be blessed. Um, I, I personally, my belief is kind of changing with that because God makes it very clear, um, even through our sin, we'll still be blessed. So then it, 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 it puts that question of, is God's love conditional? And it's not, it's unconditional. So my understanding is, regardless of the, the, the valley, the middle ground, the peak, you will be blessed because he is God, not because of what you've done um, or your relationship with him because you read your word or you pray. It's just because of who he is. And because I'm, I'm coming into the knowing of who God is and slowly understanding, I say slowly because again, I'm young and I honestly believe there is so much more for me to learn. But I say slowly as well because um, it's a process. It's definitely a process. And um, uh, just like everyone and anyone out there who's going through this, I go through intense moments of frustration because especially when I see others being blessed, especially in the areas that God has promised me, um, sometimes that envy and jealousy can, can try and work his way through my heart and, you know, I can end up looking at God and saying, God, yep, 
it's because I'm not faithful in this area or it's because you want me to pray more that's why I haven't been blessed yet because I know this person or that person and not condemning the people um but I'm like okay God but I know they're not perfect because I know part of their story and I'm like God but they're no different to me so why is it they're they're blessed before me and that's not that's not even true the things that they are receiving in their life um is just God's will for them in his timing for them and it's the same thing for me and I will be that girl one day that someone looks at and says oh my gosh God how come I can't be where Ronnie is and them not knowing the years of waiting and them not knowing the intense moments of frustration and I've just been humbled again um and I want you to hear the key word again um because you fall many times and sometimes we think falling is just maybe committing an, an act of adultery or how you use your finances or how you speak to someone in church or in the workplace or your family or your children but falling is also in your emotions and it's in your thoughts um and i have felt so many times this month just being frustrated and angry and just feeling like you know god's forgotten me and i just want to encourage you um and encouraging myself really as well to know that he hasn't forgotten you he really hasn't forgotten you um and you're not being punished you know um you don't have to read your bible even more you don't have to pray even more to be blessed that's not the case um god is intentional in how he desires to um, take you into different stages of life and for those of us who are here in the middle process just know that God knows the plans he has for you there are plans for good and not for a disaster to give you a future and a hope there's nothing in that verse 11 that makes me think you know God is up in heaven and just beaming with with seeing our anguish and just beaming you know with us crying and feeling like we're forgotten I believe that God cries when I cries and he smiles when I smile I honestly believe that um, God really wants me to hold on to his promises you know, I heard this again, this analogy, and many of us have seen this, the, the story of the diamond of the two men digging. Um, and one guy is almost there. Um, but he, well, there's different analogies, but I'll, I'll give this particular one. Because um, I realise some people have extended it and there's some awesome versions, but I just want to keep it short and sweet. Um the one analogy goes like this you know there's a guy who's digging and um the audience those of us who can see the picture we can see that he's very close to the diamond but um he gets frustrated because he's been digging for some time in all fairness um but he hasn't found the diamond and there's another guy who's digging um and you know he's just started and close to the surface he finds a diamond um, and 
part of the reason why the first guy stopped digging is because he's looked over in the other pit and seen the guy digging um, and he knows that he's been there longer. Obviously, this is just the analogy of the picture. So don't compare yourself to someone else and say, oh God, I've been faithful more. No, don't do that. Um, but he looks over into the other pit and he sees the guy um, with a diamond. So he stops digging and we are looking at this picture as the audience and we're thinking, oh my gosh, are you, are you, are you actually kidding me? Like, you do know you almost found the diamond, like you do know. You know that one more dig, literally one more dig, um, and you would have had the diamond. And if we, if we place the audience as, as God, and God seeing where we are at, and God seeing how close we are, um, in the transitioning phase and understanding that we are there um, we wouldn't give up but again as human beings with everything going on in life with emotions with friendships with the news with health with faith we can get so distracted just looking at everything um, because there's so much that we we are a part of in this world um, and we can get so distracted and, and, and give up and I know myself that I am very close I know not just because of the confirmation of the word of God but I know through the confirmation of other people um, I know through um, the confirmation of even people who are not even Christian because God can use different people in your life I know through the confirmation of just dreams he's given me. I know um, through the confirmation of what he's preparing me for now. Um, because he didn't call me to work on certain things um, in the previous season. But in this middle ground season, you know, I've been like, oh, okay. All right, then I'll start reading that book. Um, you know, I'll start doing this and I'll start doing that. So I know... Just, just through everything, the alignment of his word and confirmation of other people. And I know that I'm close. And I think maybe that's why I'm actually feeling frustrated. Like, you know, sometimes you can feel frustrated every couple of months. No, the past two months, I feel like like every other day I've been getting frustrated. Um, to the point where, you know, when I'm looking at myself in the mirror as I'm brushing my teeth, I'm seeing myself frowning. And that's how much that's 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 how heavy the frustration is in, in my heart and I feel like every single day I'm literally reading the scripture to the point where I'm getting fed up because I'm like God I've been reading it every day doesn't mean I have to keep on going um and essentially when you are transitioning through another season stage phase whatever you want to call it know that the enemy is seeking to try and influence you to drop your shovel and walk away because i know now if i was to say god i give up i know that in a couple of months i would have seen where i would have been 
you know, sometimes God shows you through the reflection of someone else's life. Um, and you know that quiet whisper of, you know, in your soul, you know, I, I could have been doing that. Um, and it's God showing you. Um, and I don't desire to experience that. I really don't. And many people don't think, oh, you know, that will happen to me. I won't, um, I won't stop or I'll keep going. And don't get me wrong, there is the times of when you need to just surrender to God and just rest in him. That rest can look different from person to person. But sometimes for me, that rest is just two, three days, four days of not reading my word and just listening to worship music or not doing anything um, and just going about my daily business um, and just allowing God to minister to me in that season of rest. And I didn't think it was possible for that to happen, for you not to read, pray, worship, do devotion, anything like that. And God can minister to you. He surely can. He surely can. Um, we have to remember how big God is. You know, he doesn't need you to read your word every day. Um, he doesn't need you to do that. Um, it's more for us and um, how it aligns us into his will and guards us and protects us from everything else around us. But even still within that, God knows there's days where you get frustrated and you'll just stop. That's a pause. Everything I've just spoken about is a pause. That's not technically stopping. A pause is there to carry on, but a stopping is not to return. And I have met people. Um, I remember this one particular lady at one of the workplaces that I worked at. And she was a Christian woman. And I remember she was looking at me and um, she was saying, just trust in God and follow the will of God. Um, prior before this conversation, you know, when you get to know um, people at work, and where are you from and what do you like and your family and stuff like that. So I, I kind of was getting along with her already. And then we had this conversation one day and it's literally like the Holy Spirit was in the room because the setup was right. You know, the other colleague was in another room with the other clients and it was just, she had one client. Um, yeah, I didn't have a client, but she had a client. Um, and even the client was peaceful, so um, yeah, the, the setup was well. And um, I remember she was saying, um, you know, I want to share this with you. Um, I just, God's put it in my heart to tell you to trust in him and be obedient and walk in his will. At this time, I was thinking about some big life decisions. Um, and there was a lot of confusion. Um, but in the midst of that, God was leading me in a direction. And I was fighting it. Um, I was really fighting it. And she was saying to me, I should have listened to God when he was guiding me in certain directions many years ago. Um, and things have changed for me now. Um, and it can be too late in certain areas. And those words are the words that we don't really want to hear because they can kind of be scary. Um, and we can feel like, oh, you're saying there's no hope and God is not a God who's a redeemer. Um, and that's not what I'm saying. But I want to speak about this particular thing that 
we don't really you don't really hear it spoken sometimes um and there is such a thing as it being too late and let me explain the life that we live we have one life to live and after that um we either go to be with god in heaven or hell um whatever your belief is that's my personal belief you either go to heaven or hell um after judgment and sometimes we can forget that our time is limited on this earth um that's why certain stories such as um sarah having a baby in her older age is so phenomenal because there is a time frame on a woman's body of when she can have a healthy child um we forget this part of the word and sometimes we think we can continue to be disobedient for however long and it'll be okay um there is people out there who can say that the time has passed for them in in a particular area of life and they knew that god wanted them to walk in this area but they can say the time has passed and that's what she said and I remember sitting there and I was thinking, oh no, you know, you know, God's got you, um, you can do it again. And I'm not quite sure if I voiced these opinions because I was so deep into listening to what she was saying. Because again, the Holy Spirit was in the room and I just knew I had to listen. But when she said that, it really made me think. And I want to say to you, encouragement, in encouragement, um, don't take this as a thing of oh god cannot redeem me it's not a, it's not from the angle of punishment because i think partly why my thoughts were the way they were when she was talking to me is because then i i still saw god as a punisher and i don't seem like that anymore but um i saw him as a punisher and i thought oh well he'll punish me if i don't follow him and do the same that's not that's not what that is but Equally so, I was once five years old and now I'm going to turn 25. I will never be five years old again. Like, if you really deep that in, I will never be five years old again. That time has gone. Does it mean that God cannot bless me um, as 25? Yes, but it will look different because I'm older, there's more I can do. My body's different, my mind is different. I live in a different country. The things that God is calling you to, to trust in the process, please don't give up. Because with that lady, I thank God that she was still faithful in her relationship with God. And I personally believe that it's not your purpose that is going to take you to heaven. It's your relationship with God, is knowing who he is. Um, but for those of you who know the saying that the graveyard is the richest place, on earth i honestly believe that no person can ever 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 meet the wealth of the graveyard and god does not desire that for you i know he doesn't desire that for me and i know that sometimes my disobedience and me walking away or taking pauses that was unnecessary because that's a whole nother conversation there is pauses that's needed, but I, I personally know, I can say this to myself, regardless of people's opinion, that there's sometimes I've taken a pause out of feeling like things haven't gone my way or feeling fearful. 
So I want to say that if you're feeling fearful or if you're feeling like you're losing control, bring that to God and allow God to, um, to comfort you and guide you in that space. And from there, he will guide you and give you the strength to keep going. You know, his word says that young men will grow weary. And I think old men will grow faint or something like that. Um, so God is very, very aware that we will get frustrated and we will get weary. But don't stop. When he's called you to take a pause, pause, but don't stop. Um, there's other stories that I will share in the future. But I know of people who... Who died, um, how do I say this? They died with a level of emptiness. And it is one of the saddest things to see. Because I believe no matter who you are, where you're from, there is so much greatness within you and God wants to fulfill that in your life. So if you feel like stopping, don't stop pause. I also want to say that a pause will look different from person to person. There are certain things that God has actually paused in my life for a number of years. So please don't feel scared and feel like, well, it's been two, three years from since I've been playing in the worship team. No, if that's the time frame that God has for you, use that, be rest assured in that, but know that that is what God desires. And if it is a stop, only God can tell you. Only God can tell you when you're heading down a direction of stopping to no return. Um, don't compare yourself to someone and say, well, my pause is five years um, and they're, they're, they have stopped for five years. No. What God has spoken to them is them. What he's spoken to you is you. And the fact that the same way I know, I know that there is plans that God has for me. I know that there are good things he has for me through everything he's positioning in my life right now. The confirmation of his word. It would be such a shame to stop right now. To stop and don't return. So trust the process. Trust the process. Trust that... Um, there is something that God wants you to learn in the process. And within that, you are being drawn closer to who he is. Not just what he can do for you, but who he is. Because in this time, I have, I think partly why I was frustrated as well is because I felt like, okay, there's no way God's going to remind me literally. Because some, some weeks... This month and last month is literally every day God's been reminding me of his word. And I, and I was thinking, nah, God's going to get tired. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he, he, tiredness does not apply to him. Um, literally every day when I've been getting frustrated in those weeks, every day God has been ministering to me. Every other day when I've been getting frustrated, every other day and every day <laughs> because he knows that was going to get frustrated the day <laughs> the day after anyway um he's been ministering to me so um I trust the process i think 
for those of us, you know, young adults and teenagers, this is something we kind of really don't want to hear sometimes because we think, well, yeah, when I get to my 40s and 50s, I can start to learn this middle ground stuff. I can start to trust the process. Um, you don't know if your tomorrow is promised. I don't know if my tomorrow is promised. So please don't wait for a certain age to start trusting in the process. You can be 16, you can be 18, you can be 21, 25 and learn to trust in the process now. Learn about the middle grounds now. Um, we need to stop thinking that maturity in faith is for the elders in church. It's for the leaders in church. It's for all who have a relationship with God. You know, we need to start thinking, well, until I get to 45, three children playing worship team and kind of do ushering every other month, then yeah, I, I can learn to be in my prayer closet. No, start now. Start now. Let God start you now. You know, I can honestly say, and I think I'm going to make another episode for this. Um, God started me young when it comes to praying. Um, he put a desire in my heart to, to, at the time I called it prayer warrior. And I can honestly say that foundation that he set up in the storm of my life. Oh my God, it has been such a blessing, such a blessing. Like I know my prayers are answered by the Lord. I know that God puts so many things on my heart when it comes to prayer. Like, he wakes me up to pray. Like, I'm not even just saying it. Um, it's something I personally came before God and asked God and I, and I gave it over to him. I said, God, um, I don't want my prayer life to be limited to just when I'm awake. If I need to get up to pray about something for someone as well, call me to do so. I've got up out of my sleep um, just praying praying for someone, praying for family, praying for friends. Um, and I've just seen the hand of God. I've seen the hand of God in my life in terms of prayer. Um, I've had random people come up to me. I remember one time um, I was walking to the bus stop with someone and um, a lady came up to me. She was like, you look like a Christian. She was talking to me. She was like, just pray for me. And um, this is evidence of when you just surrender areas over to your to uh, areas of your life over to god it's just evidence of how god will use you um and how he will put thoughts and feelings how he will give you his heart and he'll put it into your hands um so please don't look at your age and think that um you can wait until you hit 30 you know because 30s when we technically start to slow down um you don't know if you're going to live until you're 30. As well as even if you do live beyond 30, why wait then? I'm going to go through another storm in life some point yet after, you know, I hit that peak. I don't want to say hit that peak as if it's motivation, but after I reach that peak in life, I'm going to go through another storm. Um, but having the experience of experiencing all stages, um, and trusting in God and, and, and waiting in God and trusting in his process. It will really help me. It will really help me. Um, so yeah. 
I want to leave you with that and um, ask God to, to kind of teach you how to, to trust in the process. Um, so yeah, I, I think I do want to end it with a prayer as well. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that has been said. And um, I ask you, God, that you teach, especially those of us um, who are teenagers, early 20s, mid 20s, please teach us to learn to trust in the process. You know, Lord, show us that we don't know how long our life will be, but as well as um, it is so beautiful to start to grow and mature in the things of your word now. Um, because it will be a benefit for us in the future, but also as well, Heavenly Father, you desire to have a relationship with us, no matter the age that we are at. So Lord, raise up a generation to inspire another generation of people who are just hungry and thirsty of your word, who desire to be in prayer, who desire to trust in the process. So yeah. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. We should do this again. Well, you know where to find me.